presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Lynette, Alabama, where Fayetteville is on the road tonight. The Fayetteville Wolves are set to take on the Lynette Panthers. Uh, very cool, but very yet humid night as clouds are are over us. Uh, we we shouldn't get a lot of rain, although the clouds are very dark around us. We'll we'll pay attention to that later tonight. We'll see how that goes. Blake Bagley is with me tonight, as long as as well as Jacob Bass. The first time this year that all three of us are together on the same broadcast, so you're finally going to get to see the full team tonight on display. Yeah, I think folks are going to be a little disappointed. I mean, it's not as great as we're making it out to be. <laughs> no. yeah, it, it's a beautiful evening for, for some ball. I just hope that this rain bypasses and we get a, a nice evening to, to you know, watch a, a football game. Hopefully one that will be competitive. Yeah, hopefully so, as Fedville coming off a huge win last week uh, when you were on vacation against Horseshoe Bend. Coming out with a score of 14-2 to in the W, and, and Blake, really, I, I don't think the score indicated how good the offense played. Uh, high yardage totals, but the penalty count was just way, way too high. A lot, of, a lot of reasonable calls and a lot of bad calls, but they can't focus on that. They've got to execute better when they cross to 30 and that last week every time they got into the field uh, about 30 yards are, are within it's like they just went backwards and against this Lynette team when you get yardage you have got to pay off because they have plenty of speed well that's all too familiar for this federal team you know they, they can move the ball uh, when they get momentum they keep it going but we've seen it last year also we've seen it this year they get momentum going they get a drive going and they start shooting themselves in the foot and they'll go anywhere from being at the five yard line to getting Knocked back to you know 10, 15, and you've seen this as a continuous trend last season and this year. But with this Lynette football team, they showed last season that you can't mess around, and especially not this year because they're on the road here in Lynette's, uh, you know, their territory. So it's going to be a whole different ball game. So Fable better be prepared to play because if not, it could get out of hand quick. Uh, let me tell you something, folks. To, just to attest how good Lynette is this season, their one loss coming to a 5A Valley team. They had seven turnovers and took Valley to overtime and lost by six. This team has lots of weapons, several of which recruited and pursued by Division One schools. And uh, Federal's going to have their hands full, but they're going to need that same defensive intensity from last week to come true again tonight. Absolutely. I mean, uh, something that stood out to me that you just said is the seven turnovers you can't play a game against a good team a solid federal team like the one that we had this year expect to have seven turnovers and come out with a win they got lucky against valley almost came 
out on top. But when you're talking about giving up seven turnovers, and this Fayetteville team, they can gain momentum on the offensive side of the ball. You give seven turnovers, and on three of those, you give up touchdowns. You find yourself in a 21 to nothing hole very quickly. Right. A- absolutely. And we we seen the sacks and tackles for loss really add up last week. Dakota Ogle and especially Blake Ritchie both had a great game. But you know, as we were talking to Coach Limbaugh last night at the coaches show, your your linebackers are as good as your defensive line, and because of Dakota Ogle and uh, Blake Ritchie's pressure up front, you were able to see Brady Ritchie and uh, as well as Evan Baker and some other linebackers come in and make good stops because they're plugging the holes so well as of late. That's going to have to happen again tonight, but much bigger Lynette offensive line than than uh, last week that we faced against Horseshoe Bend. Yeah, that Horseshoe Bend game being in between uh, their season over against Woodland, which was a heartbreaking loss. We thought they had that one in the win. Oh, my bad, KJ. You didn't think we had that one because you wasn't there at the game. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. I know you was listening, and, and uh, but to the point, you know, they needed that confidence builder because this is a tough Lynette team, and recent years, Fable's not fared well against them. And we'll take a quick break for the playing of the National Anthem. We'll be right back from with the Fable pregame show right after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Silicaga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at CACC.edu. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit CoosaPinesFCU.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. 
What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Poland is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feet and Seat on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Lynette High School. Fayetteville and Lynette set to kick off here shortly. Uh, two minutes to go in our uh, in our pre-game countdown, this is KJ McCurley alongside Blake Bagley and Jacob Bass of the full crew along here tonight as we're joined by the assistants of Fayetteville, Coach Phillips, as well as Coach Jacks here with us in the booth tonight. And uh, we're about to about to take place uh, with this game and refs are huddling up at midfield. If Blake, I'm assuming if Fayetteville wins the toss, they're going to want the football as John Limbaugh always does. Yeah, I, I would say they definitely want to a strategy that he likes to get on offense and get to a quick start. Uh Uniform update for tonight. Lynette's got their black helmets uh, with their dark gray jerseys and pants, black socks, and it looks like black shoes, cleats rather. And then Fevel's sporting the gold helmet with white jerseys, white pants, and it looks like black socks. And uh, also, with just over a minute left to kick off, you know, want to make a tribute to all those first responders uh, that assisted with the World Trade Center attack 9-11 that happened 19 years ago. Those guys really brave, and you never know what you're going to encounter every day you wake up and go to work. So uh, it's in that line of work, those guys do a lot, no matter what. It's police officer, firemen, uh, you know, medics. There was lots of them that lost their lives that day. And um, I know this is a tough time for the families that lost someone. So we just want to say that our thoughts and our prayers are with you. Yes, I did say prayers, because you know what? I'm going to say it because my personal belief, so I'm going to say it. Absolutely could not have said that any better. And uh, to all those people, we, we do thank you for answering the call knowing you may not come back. That's courage. That's bravery. We can all learn something from that. Kickoff is almost set to take place as the toss is over. Uh, we didn't catch who won the, the toss. We're going to see shortly. Um, I'm going to have to do a lot of standing tonight from my play-by-play -play eyes as this wood plank that's on the top of this deck is right in my direction line of vision so it looks like I will be standing for the majority of this game to bring you all the accurate action. You know I'd be willing to bet Lynette or Fevel won this coin toss. I think you're almost right. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think Federal or Lynette may win the game. Yeah, I mean, that's a high possibility of that happening. I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say Coach Limbaugh won the toss and he elected to, to receive. We'll go with that because Fedville is, it looks like, set to receive. And uh, back there to receive the kick will be uh, Luke White as well as Zeke Deloach is back there as well. And far side of the field, I believe, that's going to be 
Uh, I can't. I can't get a number. We are so far away from the far side of the field. Yeah, Camden Keaton, yep. I believe, is the so three three back set to return this kickoff from Lynette. Not to mention Brady Ritchie up a little further, and Lynette with a little razzle dazzle trickery to try to catch Fedville jumping. They do not. They haven't even gotten to the game. They're already trying cute stuff. Kickoff. Deep end over end kick taken by Brady Rich. He's at the 20, coming across, gets a block. He's got some room, breaks a tackle. Good return all the way out to near the 40-yard line at about the 38. Yeah, great field position setting up. You know, anytime you can get out past 30, 35, close to the 40, your chances of scoring become a lot higher. So as a team, you definitely want to get off to a good start on opening drive uh, in, in a game that's as important as this because I believe it is an area game tonight. Yes, and special teams, as we have not mentioned so far, a huge part of last week week's win for the Wolves. Had a blocked punt, several onside kicks that went their way. They had three or four good returns off the feet of Luke White. Special teams was a factor. First down and 10 to Loach with three backs. Straight away give and nothing doing. That was, I believe, Brady Ritchie on the carry, and he didn't get very much of anything. Lynette ready for that play. Coach John Limbaugh likes to dial up the running game early and, and try to catch the defense off guard uh, with some play action later on. So he's got to be patient with the running game because there's not always holes to run through. Maybe got a half yard. They'll call it second and a long nine. Fedville again with three backs. Limbaugh, Ritchie, and White in the backfield behind the Loach. Loach gives to Limbaugh this time. And... Pretty much about the same result, maybe two at the most. Limbaugh did good to get that, and Lynette across the front, they are just so big. Yeah, the Fevel definitely wants to convert this third down. They don't want to start out their opening drive uh, with a three and out and then possibly giving Lynette a good field position out past the 25. Third and a short, a short eight, call it a long seven. Deloach, same formation, three backs. They'll fake this round this time. They'll pitch it to Brady Ritchie. Gets a block. Uh, nothing more after that. Um, good block by Luke White, but, again, good pursuit by Lynette. They had four guys to Fedville's one trying to block. Ritchie did good to get anything positive, and Fedville on their first drive of the game will be forced to punt, and that is not what they wanted. I, you know, I like the play call right there, but I wish Coach Limbaugh would have pulled that on first or second down to get some positive yardage, so that way you could have been in a third medium and you could have ran or thrown the ball. Fourth down and two. This early in the game, I don't know that he'll try it, but this is a sneaky spot for Coach Limbaugh to dial up a fake punt. A ball placed at the 48-yard line, and it is a fake. Up the middle, Luke White, he's got some room, gets his first down and more. He's across the 30, into the 40, into the 50. Ball is fumbled out of bounds. He's close all the way to the 35-yard line. I knew it. I knew it. Coach Limbaugh dials up the trickery early on the fake punt, Blake Bagley. KJ, you called it, man, right there. I was like, I don't think he's going to try it. And sure enough, the snap went to Luke White, and, all, and he had a wide-open hole up the middle. And he got around to the right side, and he got a huge gain right there, and that's definitely what the Wolves wanted here earlier in this game. Great block on the edge. Outstanding block by Darden on that play. Deloach, three backs again. He'll give it. This time it's white. Good yardage, about two or three. And now Fedville with a little bit of momentum. Check that. That was Richie on the carry. Uh, one thing that I don't like about the, the offensive play calling sometimes, I want Coach Limbaugh to dial up the passing game early, get Pacey with some confidence. Uh, that way you're getting him involved in the game early so if he has to make crucial throws later in the game. Deloach 
on a second down, and we'll call it four. Good gain of six on first down. Deloach, Richie again, bounces off a tackler, forces his way close to a first down, going to be a couple yards short. And Fedville in a little something going right now. It's going to be third down and short. Ball is up to the 30, third down and three. Yeah, definitely great opening drive here by the Wolves. They just keep pounding at it. And, and right now, this is what they were wanting to set up early. you got a third and three. You can go through the air, a little play action, maybe a screen pass, or you can run the ball at the gut. Third down and two. Let's see what the Wolves decide to go with. Deloach, Lynette creeping up the blitz. They try a hard count. It doesn't get anything. Luke White on the carry, going to be close. I think he's going to be a little bit short. Yeah, unless that last push got there. But I think it's going to. they might have to bring out the chains on this one. And, nope, they say he is about three-quarters of a yard short. I, I, I say right here you send out Levi Phillips for a long field goal. I mean, I know it's early in the game. I know it's a long one, but I got confidence in the guy. Well, Deloach is back out there, fourth and a yard, 840 to go, and already several huge four-down plays in this first quarter for the Wolves. Can they go two for two on the drive? Deloach. They might try to draw him off. They don't. It's Limbaugh. He gets the first down. Yeah, that was a close one. But there was just enough in the opening right there uh, between two of the offensive linemen. I think it was Richie and Darden. I, which Darden, I have no idea. But it looks like they opened up just enough a hole for uh, Seth Limbaugh to shoot up through there. Offensive line really did a good job on both fourth down plays so far. Now a new set of downs, ball on the 25. You may, you may see Lynette cheating up right now, and you might see Coach Limbaugh go in the air. That's coming, and they're bringing the blitz again, I believe. Deloach straight give. Luke White, good yardage for Luke. And that left side of that line early, Blake, is really gaping some holes. Good job out there by Jacob Weiss as the tight end as well as Seth Limbaugh, who was blocking on that play. Yeah, no, no need to go through. Player down. I don't know who that is. I can't get a number on that guy. And I think that's number 13, Luke White. And not, not a good sight for the Wolves. Hopefully just a cramp with the hot weather uh, this evening. He's been carrying a load a little bit. Maybe it's just a cramp. And then we'll, uh... and he gets up. Can he be on his own power? Uh, he is hobbling mightily off that ankle. I think he turned an ankle. That is not a good sight for the Wolves. Maybe he can walk it off. Hopefully it's just some soreness. We will try to get you an update on Luke as soon as possible. Coach Limbaugh is probably on the sideline. Where's the tape? Because he is going to tape that thing up and send him back on the field. Hey, you know Luke White, the competitor he is. If he, if there's any chance at all that he's going to play, he's going to be out there. Absolutely. And right the now, need him. You, I mean, there's no need to throw the ball when you're running it this well, but I'm still – I think you'll see a throw before this drive is over because Lynette's going to start cheating up. I think you're right. Second down and six, same type formation. Wimbaugh, Richie, and number 38 in Camden the backfield, Keaton. Camden Keaton. He gets the call, and good surge, positive yardage. We'll see what they're going to spot it for a third down. Ball will be placed at about the 17. So it'll be third and three. 724 and ticking left to go in the first quarter. Uh, Fevel zero, Lynette zero. Fevel has kept possession. Uh, if you're just tuning in all through, Lynette has not gotten the ball yet. So zero, zero, Fevel's in the red zone knocking on the door. One thing, third down has been very short. Let's see if we can get a first down. And they get them off sides. That's it. We'll get a free five yards unless somebody jumped. I don't think that was a jump. It looks like it's going to be a neutral zone infraction. Oh. Call, 
What? Oh, he's, no, no, he's right. He's right. Okay. My he, bad. Well, he singled a false start on the defense. Uh, we'll take it. Yeah. I we'll think take that. It. I, I think that also sometimes uh, they can use that to signal a neutral zone infraction or something or an encroachment call or something well, like my that. My eyes are old school. I see false start. Never, nevertheless, first and ten. Deloach. He will fake it. He's running. He gets a block, makes a man miss, and not a lot after that. Yeah, he lost about a yard right there, and that'll back him up to about the fifteen yard line on a second and eleven, and. Mm. You're gonna, they've been lining up in this Maryland out formation, and you might see them line up in the shotgun. They loved that shotgun trio two weeks ago. Not sure about last week, but you may see a throw right here by Pacey Deloach on a rollout, just as we've seen there, but that one was a run. In every game this year, Fedwell has liked the three-back set with Luke White as well as Brady Ritchie and Seth Limbaugh. White out right now, so Camden Keaton is getting the call behind Seth and Brady. Deloach on a second and 13. Deloach, he will throw. Going to the air. Nobody's open. He's just got one receiver. He's running all the way backwards. He's got to throw that ball away. He has got to throw that ball away. A huge loss of about 20 on the play. Yeah, awful, awful playing right there. Should have got run of the ball because now you've knocked Levi Phillips out of field goal range and you're taking away your momentum. Now you've got a, a, about a third and 31-ish. Official timeout, a heat break. Zero to zero, Fedville with a good drive until that very play. Nothing on the scoreboard, 548 to go in the third. Fedville will come back with a third and I-20 to go. We'll be back right after this from Lynette. Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Lynette Fedville coming to the line for a third and 31. Let's just see if they get some field position and try to get Levi some room. A little trickery. Deloach heaves it deep for Vice. Did Vice catch the ball? It's incomplete. He hit the ground. What an effort by Jacob Vice in double coverage. I thought he had it, but I guess he let it slip through his hands. It would have been about a third and two had he came up with that catch. He might have even had the first down right there. Wow. Um, there's really not a lot you can do right now. I really wish they would send Levi Phillips out to kick a 52-yard field goal, but I don't think we'll see that, unfortunately. Now, they are going to just probably either throw a screen pass and try to make some in miss or just heave it deep another time. We'll see what happens. Lynette probably going to play three deep. You know, they tried to um, catch him off guard like a kind of a uh, Statue of Liberty there, yeah. but and it almost worked. Almost. Fourth and 31. Deloach are going to pooch punt. And that is a pretty good call by the Federal Wolves that time. A good punt gets him down to the 10. 
That was a good punt by uh, Pacey DeLoge right there, getting them down to the 10. You look, you've already gotten Lynette's uh, defense tired, so right here, if you can hold them to three plays and a punt, then you might just be able to get the ball back and get a little momentum rolling again. Yeah, well, Blake, you know, what we talked about in the pregame that Fedville's got to avoid is giving up good field position. We've seen it last week, and right there, had a very good drive going and a loss of 20 on a sack negated it. Just cannot happen. Every go with Lynette's first possession of the game. And they've got four quarterbacks that they play every one of them. Oh, a high snap. It goes into the end zone and that's going to be a safety for Fedville. Well, look at there. Fedville two. Lynette zero. So I don't know if the center got plummeled, but Dakota Ogle and, Bl- and uh, Blake Ritchie were coming up the middle, and that snap was 10 yards over the head of the quarterback, and all he could do was prevent the six. Uh, absolutely. That was a great job there by Quez Madden, he uh, instead of trying to pick it up and throw the ball, he just he covered it up and tr- and saved maybe five points. But just uh, what a change of events right there! And wow, you're right, a change of events. We go from Fedball with a huge opening drive to a 20-yard sack to a pooch punt leading to an arid snap and safety. Absolutely. You probably see uh, Pacey DeLoach out there telling Coach John Limbaugh, that was my plan the whole time. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> and uh, Jacob Bassett gave a, a non-sideline report, sideline report a second ago. He noticed Luke White's ankles being taped up, so hopefully yeah. that means Luke can get back into the action. Due to the COVID hoax, he can't be on the sideline this evening. Well... And the free kick will be placed at the 25-yard line. I'm not even going to comment on my colors comment. Things are better left not commented on. I just tell it like it is, KJ. I know. 5:19 to go in the first. Fedville on top of Lynette, two to nothing. And Lynette's run one play from scrimmage, and it's been two points for Fedville. So a wild first quarter, and Fedville going to get the ball back. Yes, Travonta Abner uh, kicks the ball. Kick received by Brady Ritchie. He's got some blockers at the 40. Makes a man miss and going to be tackled by the ankles almost at the 50 at about the 49. So, again, on the free kick, good starting field position for the Federal Wolves. If they can go down and get seven or even three right here, that would be huge in this first quarter. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people uh, sleeping on Federal thinking they might come in here and uh, they might get out to a slow start and Lynette get on top. But you see just the opposite right now, Federal. Is doing, they've ran a lot of plays. They've really tired this defense out. And I'll see if they can march down the field once again. Deloach bringing the three-back set onto the field again. That's Wimbaugh, Keaton, and Richie. Keaton with the call and not much. You know, this Lynette defense is going to start catching on and cheating up, so they really, I think, need to start throwing the ball just a little more. Well, and they tried one pass last drive, and that resulted in a sack, a loss of 20 yards. But that that was a coverage sack because they had one receiver going out to catch the pass, and he was double covered. So really, all that could have been done more was to throw the ball away. Yeah, when you throw a pass, you want at least five guys to be eligible to catch it, not just one. Second down and 10. Toss to Richie, and nothing doing. Negative yardage. It, would have, it, it seemed like if he'd have kept it to the outside, he would have got back to the line of scrimmage. And if he could have made one guy miss, maybe a five, six-yard gain. But instead, he tried to cut it back in, and Lynette defense said no, no. Now they're faced with a third and 13. A 4-18 and ticking left to go in this first quarter. Fevel up two, Lynette zero. No, this is not soccer. This is football, folks. And on that stop was 
Valentino cheats. Hope that's right. If it's not, I'm doing my best. Third and 14. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. Federal on top, two to nothing. Third and long right here for the Wolves. Let's see if they can pull one right here. Deloach with Richie and Wimball in the backfield. That's Vice and Keaton lined up outside. Deloach looking for Keaton. Nowhere to go. Cuts it back in. He's going to be sacked. Uh, you know, I... I it, I don't want to jump out and say things too early, KJ. I really don't. But it seems that Pacey's regressed a little bit, a little bit from last season throwing the ball. Well, and his number hasn't been called throwing the ball a lot. And when you know last week when he tried to throw the ball, we had pretty good success throwing the ball. We just didn't do it much. We were six of eight through the air, and that time. Once again, Deloach just nowhere to go with the ball. Two receivers, one was double covered. One had a step outside, but Deloach just didn't have the time. Just like this crescent wrench I have, if you don't use it, it gets rusty. The point is dropped at the 30. Scare for Lynette yet again. And Vice able to tag him down at the 25, but man, Lynette is just playing with fire on their first couple of drives. Yeah, I'm telling you, they uh, cutting it very close right now. Could it very easily be seven to nothing right now. And you see that the center lining up on the ball, who is uh, that's number 50, Desmond Lewis, and he's going to be a little nervous sitting there. You know, he just gave up a safety due to a bad snap, so he's going to. You might see a little light snap here. First down and 10 for Lynette. Toss, or rather a sweep. Broken tackle is going to get about three yards on the play, maybe closer to four or five when it's all said and done, but it should have been a one-yard gain at best for, and these numbers are so hard to see. I believe that was number three on the carry, Kadarius Zachary. Yeah, that was definitely a, a good juke to make that man miss, and it picked him up two extra yards, which might help him on third down here. Second and seven. Lynette brings a man in motion. Up the middle they go. Broken tackle again is going to lead to a third down and short. That time up the middle it was, let's see who gets up from the pile. Lynette has about seven different guys that you'll see tote the football tonight. That was number eight, Madden. That brings up a third and one as there's 2.09 to go and ticking Fevel up two to nothing. Here he is, Lynette on the carry. And first down, uh, good pursuit by Fedville, but Lynette just a step quicker on that carry. You know, like you said, the four quarterbacks last drive, it was Dequez Madden. And now you have Markavius Atkinson at QB this time, so you're seeing already they're swapping things up on us quick. And Coach Limbaugh said we would see this. No huddle for Lynette, first down and 10. They want to go quick. They're going to throw. He wants to go deep over the middle, and good coverage by Fedville. No flag can be thrown right there because beautiful position by the Fedville Wolves. That was number 11 on the play. That was number 7, Travonta Abner, who was the intended target, but it falls to the turf, bringing up a second and 10 from their own 39-yard line. You, you think they'll go back to the air here, KJ, or you, they might keep it safe on the ground? Well, the run has worked so far. That time, Hunter Hammonds had good coverage. Pacey Deloach coming over late to help. Second down and 10. They do go with a quick screen to number 21. Makes a man miss. Makes another one miss. And he's got some room. One man to beat. It's Hammonds. He doesn't make the tackle. And a touchdown saving tackle made on the play. Yeah, I keep wanting to say number 11, Casey Gardner, because we got so used to that uh, the last season. But no, that, that's Hunter Hammonds. 
And huge play by number 21 of the Panthers that time. That was Mikael Patrick. He's listed as a wide receiver and defensive bat, but he just ran the ball. That tells you what Lynette has at their disposal. Tall sweep. And this is number three again. He's got the edge. This one's coming back with a hold. It should come back with a hold. That was number three, Zachary again. Big break there for the Wolves as that was another huge gain. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that brings them back. So that saves the Wolves a little bit of time. So, uh, yep, holding against the Panthers. He was, the man was trying to shield off Blake Ritchie. And as Horseshoe Ben showed us last week, that's not really an easy task. Blake is having a really good start to his senior year. Absolutely. Well, we got one minute and ten seconds to go. Fevel up still two to nothing. And uh, now they got a first and uh, 20, it, it does appear. So let's see what Lynette dials up. Awkward snap again. They'll go through the air. And once again, beautiful coverage, almost intercepted. That was Pacey DeLoach. And that sets them over to second 20. This double team really came to play tonight, and it seems like Lynette might have been sleeping on a little bit. And So far, I think you're right. I think the aggressiveness by the defense has kind of caught Lynette off guard. Lynette thought they was going to come in here and easily, uh, you know, put up 21, 28 points in the first quarter. Like they did last week. Absolutely, and they have not been able to do that. They came in sleeping, and it just goes to show anybody can play against anybody. Second and 17 is still a lot of time left. They want to throw again. Pocket closing in. He's got some room before he is drilled by Camden Keaton and then a host of Wolves to finish him off. Jacob Weiss as well as Presley getting up from the pile. Blake Ritchie in on the play. Gang tackling for the Wolves. A pretty good scramble attempt. He had some year, uh, some room, but that defensive line just closed in quickly. One yeah. yard gain. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, and not to call anybody big or anything, but for Dakota Ogle's size, the way he can move is very impressive, oh, and that's the level of talent that they need on the next level. Absolutely. Third down and 16. 20 seconds to go in the quarter. Lynette. They're going to throw again. Pass over the middle. It's caught, but it's going to be short of the first down. And Lynette will probably go for this. Yeah, I doubt they bring out a field goal kicker of over 20 yards. And usually yeah. when you have a team as explosive as this, they usually don't have a kicker who's of uh, abilities to do that like Fevel does with Levi Phillips. Fourth and six, but they won't get the playoff before the second quarter starts. So a little bit of a shocker for most eyes here in Lynette, but not from us. We believed. It's two to nothing. Fevel on top of Lynette will go to the second quarter when we come back from Lynette right after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Silicaga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Silicaga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com.
second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. And if you're if you're joining us and you're watching me up here dance, I, I know I have no rhythm, but it's about the fun. And Fedville had a lot of fun in that first quarter, two to nothing. Twelve minutes to go, just starting this the fourth the second quarter with a huge fourth down, fourth down and eight for the Panthers. Let's see what they do. Bring a man in motion. They take it to him. Go across the middle, and it one hops to his receiver. Fedville gets their stand on fourth down, and they will get the football back. Woo, doggy! I'm glad to see that one right there. He couldn't get anything going that pass. It looked bad from the time left his hands, Fedville gets the ball back and hopefully will march down that field again and sometimes, KJ not often, the best defense is offense that is correct oh, Fedville will come back they will take over at the 27 still okay field position not as good as the last drive when they were able to field a free kick that's not the 27 that's the 22 well, it was spotted on the 27 on the board all right, Deloach will hand it off to Limbaugh. Limbaugh breaks a tackle, but then wrapped up by four after that. Yeah, uh, not much going there right there. And you may see John Limbaugh spread this field out a little bit and get that passing game going. Second down and eight. They give Limbaugh a pretty generous two yards on that one. Yeah, I thought he barely got half a yard, but hey, we'll take it. We're not going to complain. Oh, a shout out to the to the officials, too. They've been doing a great job of this game. I haven't seen any bad calls yet. They're letting the guys play, and uh, I, you like to see a good officiating crew, and we're seeing that tonight. Second down and nine. The load straight away give to Richie, and Brady gets a little more than Seth did, but still not a lot. Maybe two or three on the play. Going to be a third down and medium. And this is where Fedville struggles. Third down and medium and third down and long. Last week, when they got third down and short, they converted. That's because it's against Coach Limbaugh's religious beliefs to throw the football, KJ. On a second down and nine, you didn't have much success on first down running. You need to put the ball in there. Well, let's see if that's the call on third and eight. Ten forty to go in the first half and counting. Fedville with a 2 nothing lead. Let's see if they can keep it going. Deloach with a three-back set. He'll fake it. He'll roll out, looking for somewhere to go, and he's got nowhere to go. He's wrapped up. And uh, they've ran that play three times, and to be honest with you, it hadn't worked very well. I think they might want to go away from that on the next drive. Uh, it's a great play on first down or second down and medium. Uh, but not when you're facing a third and nine. You got to throw the football. You got to do a post, a corner route, a slant, something to to get the football moving. Because running the ball, they, if you're running the ball, they're going to stop that on on third. And your chances of running the ball and get first down are very very slim. Oh, uh, Levi will punt it away. We usually see Stephen Barrett punting, but this time it's going to be Levi this game. We'll see what he can do. Here's the punt. Good Ooh. snap and a good booming kick crosses over the fifty and. Field at the 40. He makes a man miss, and he's got a blocker. Misses a tackle, does the Wolves. Tackles missed everywhere before he is drilled by Dakota Ogle. Yeah, it looks like we was a bunch of kickballs out there right then, bouncing off of that guy. We finally got him down. Yeah, that's been the one negative so far in the in the first quarter, other than our third down offense. It's been our tackling. We've done good on to get off the field, but we missed several tackles. These guys will make you pay if you continue to not wrap up. And number eight for the Panthers, Dequez Madden, will bring the offense back out. Actually, they'll put him alongside number 14, Markavius Atkinson again. He's the quarterback. 
Fake it to the man in motion and give it with Madden. Madden up the middle, breaks the tackle, and look at that. He broke through three tackles, and he's going to the house. Well, I don't know what to say to that other than that was poor tackling by the line. He looked to be wrapped up and brought down, but that wasn't the case, and he gets six. Number eight. And on that one, just as Blake said, not very good tackling on part of the Wolves. And we just got through talking about it, and Lynette strikes quickly to open the second quarter. Extra point pending. Six to three, six to two, your new score. Yep, Quez Madden definitely ran that one, and uh, he wasn't to be stopped right there. It wasn't meant to be, so he put six on the board. As Travonta Abner kicks, and that was almost blocked by number two, Pacey DeLoach. And it almost went in, but it sailed right. No good. Heck six to come. two remains your score. I swear, it's so hard to see them post from right here. Yeah, that's why I'm standing up, partner. Well, you got me there. I'll give you that. I was just taking that, a little that, sip. That's, that's payback for yours earlier. You know how we do. Nine yeah, and a half, right. six to two. Lynette reclaims the lead. We'll take a quick break from Lynette. Fedville trailing. We'll be back with the Fedville football game of the week right after this. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Welcome back to Lynette. Fayetteville set to kick it away. Now, I don't know if that's just what they do. Lynette set to kick it away. I don't know if that's what Lynette does on their kickoffs every time, but it's, it hasn't worked yet. A little. Wobbling kick comes down to the 20, fielded cleanly by Holmes, and Holmes takes a good lick before he's wrapped up by three or four Panthers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's better than, than him muffing it, which it looked like because he was having to run up on it, but gets out to the 33, uh, near side of the field. You got 924 to go before halftime. Lynette's got a 6-2 to two lead. And um, that missed extra point, if Fed was able to, to keep this game close, as they've been doing so far, that may come into effect if uh, uh, later in this game. And, you know, we were talking earlier, with this style of defense that Lynette plays, and that's linebackers everywhere, it's almost like they're daring Fedville to go deep again. You're not going to beat them up the middle. They're too strong to this point. First down and 10, Deloach. They'll give it up the middle with Limbaugh. Limbaugh breaks a couple of tackles, but just not not very much. And uh, we can't up, throw the ball, remember? Up the middle. Up the middle has not worked so far. Let's see if they can get that going. Then just, that's a, the, just a one yard gain, second down and nine. This is one of the frustrating things. We got the capability to throw the ball. We have the receivers. We have the quarterback but we don't drop back and throw the ball, and that hurts us in these situations because Lynette has caught on. They said they're not going to throw the ball. Let's just line up in a goal line defense. And, I mean, you look at the middle of the field. It's wide open. They'll give it with Richie around the left. Better tackling this time 
are I mean, better running this time before he's tackled. They're stacking eight in the box. Yep. And you're putting um, one man against that uh, with five blocking. Your odds, there's just not going to be many holes opened up. And I'm telling you, sooner or later, Fedville is going to recognize that and sneak a man out of the backfield. Yeah. I I'm hoping to see that here soon because they, they were doing good on offense. Now it's stalled. Third and eight. Run it with Limbaugh on third and eight. And about a three-yard gain. Yeah, um, not much doing there as they run it three times. Lynette expecting it all three times. Yeah, hopefully we'll see them go through the air at some point. Fourth and six. Uh, <laughs> and the coach for the Panthers is yelling, watch the fake. He's not very happy that we caught, we got him caught off guard the first time we tried it. And Federal will probably not fake this time, if I dare to guess. No, they won't. And plus, Levi Phillips being a good punter, he can he can really boot the. That is another good punt. Fielded cleanly at the 30. Vice in position. Whiffs on the tackle. Gets outside, and he's out of bounds. Oh. And an accidental hit from Dakota Ogle to one of our upbacks. Oh, man, he got up okay, and Dakota said, my bad. Yeah, these guys uh, for Lynette, they can really play, but I'm anxious to see when they play against a big team when they try to get that juke and they just get just blindsided by a linebacker. That'll be a, a sight to see, no that, doubt. That was Patrick on the carry, and we'll see Atkinson bring out the offense again. He's been the quarterback most of this first half, 7.27 to go. Lynette up 6-2. to two. Federal has kept it close so far, but they've been right there to get on top but just haven't been able to take it. Atkinson takes it to his running back. And a low pass. And it was nearly dropped. That was one of those you could have dropped it or caught it, and it really wouldn't have made a difference. As a Lynette, they got a drive going, good field position. They're at the football 47-yard line, 7.08 and ticking. They got a 6-2 lead. That gave them a whole two yards on now, Blake. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, it looks more like a yard and a half, but I still don't know if I would have gave them that much. But Atkinson on second down and eight. Wants to throw, fakes it to his running back, slings it deep. Got a man out there, and it's overthrown. Pretty good coverage initially by uh, Holmes on the play, but he kind of snuck free after that, and the throw was just off the mark. And yeah, and, and Pacey told me last night their their main guy, 14. He was talking about Atkinson, not the best throwing. And but to be honest, we've seen that so far tonight. Absolutely, we've seen a, he had a wide open touchdown right there, overthrown, underthrown, and we saw a fourth down conversion missed earlier because of that as well. Quick screen on third and they can they will make a tackle. They can not. They had him wrapped up, but the extra effort is going to make him close to his first down, and he's going to have it. Uh, wow. I thought I saw a block in the back on uh, number five, Brady Holmes, but I guess it wasn't enough uh, to be called. Not that it was a missed call. It's just it, it appeared to be from up here, but they can see a little bit better down there than I can here. And Lynette is going to take a timeout. Our Federal is going to take a timeout on a first down and 10. 6.37 to go. Lynette on top, 6-2, to two, and a first half that has flown by. You're listening to Federal Football on RadioAlabamaSports.net.
You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Lynette. The teams are almost ready to break their huddle. First and ten, Lynette just converted the fourth down on another missed tackle play. We've made plays on first or third down, but it seems like on fourth down, we just can't wrap up right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's been missed tackles, and that defense is getting tired out there because Pebble was holding the ball, had a lot of time of possession earlier, yep. but it's kind of shifted now. Lynette's been holding the ball more, so we'll see how the game goes now that that's happened. Absolutely. They need to take the reins back as Atkinson with Madden in the backfield. Madden has the touchdown, only touchdown in the half so far. They'll fake it to him. Another quick screen. Deloach is there, and he gets faked out. Uh, pretty good pursuit after the missed tackle. Gets only two or three, but Pacey's upset with himself. He's got to make that tackle on the play, and now we see Pacey holding his knee, and that's not a good sign at all. Absolutely not. One of the key players for this Fevel team, and uh, definitely not a loss you want to see as, as Coach John Limbaugh jogs out to the field to, to check on his quarterback. We're already down Luke White. I have not seen Luke get back into the mix of things, and this doesn't look good at all, folks. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick injury break for Pacey to check on him. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Levi Phillips in for Deloach, second down and six. Take the screen and look at this little guy. 24 for the Panthers just checked into the game, and yep, he can scoot. Donovan Shealy. So, uh... Wow. That was good running by him. What? I wonder if it's got his height listed because it. Oh uh, yeah, right here it's saying. Oh, we get uh, some. We got some flags on the right side of the field. This is coming back. It's a hold. Oh wow! Yeah. So the hole a little too good, Blake Backley. Absolutely, that was a, a good break there for the Wolves, as that gives them a little more uh, yardage to to have to cover before they get to that end zone. But man, did that little guy ever get through that hole quickly? Well, kind of like a. 
a Sean Shivers at Auburn. Yeah. Very low center of gravity, but, man, can he deliver the pop and get through the hole. Who was that fast guy that plays for them? Number five, that was the track star. Schwartz. Schwartz. That's what he looked like running to me. Here is Atkinson through the air and tipped and almost intercepted by Brady Holmes, and he is mad at himself. Well, in his defense, that was such an easy throw. He would have thought the quarterback put it on target, but it was overthrown, and he wasn't high. expecting to come from, to come to him. It was high and almost pulled down anyway by number number one from the Panthers. That was Langston, and Langston, he's upset that he dropped it, but the quarterback, Atkinson, really, really put that a little bit too high. Holmes didn't even see the ball till it was on the ground, but if he could have turned around, he might be still running, Blake. Yeah, Langston's a tall guy, but he couldn't even come down with that Third one. down and five all day for Atkinson. Across the middle, overthrown again. Wow. And if I'm Fedville right now, I'm doing what Lynette's doing on defense to us. I'm stacking the box against the run because Atkinson has not shown me that he can put the ball on the money. He hasn't made one throw that shows me, dang it, he don't need to throw. I would put eight guys in the box, like you said, KJ, and say, please throw the ball, sir. And you know what? If they throw the ball and beat you that way, then they beat you that way. But these running backs have been the only hope for Lynette in the first half, and uh, to be honest with you, Atkinson's just hurting the cause right now. Yeah, I don't know if they may put Madden back in there. To, Fourth I mean, and five, quick screen. They're going to get their first down. That's a hold. We get a man drug to the ground. No call. Brady Holmes got absolutely thrown to the ground by number 12 blocking on the play. That was Jalen Gibson trying to make the block, and he made a tackle instead. Well, you know, KJ, the one thing that's unfortunate, but there's going to be missed calls, those guys running yeah, around out are. there. So, I mean, it happens from time to time. But uh, you get to the guy quicker, you know, you ain't got to worry about a missed call. And, again, fourth down, another quick screen. They've ran that every time on fourth down, and we haven't been able to stop it yet. A late man ran on for Lynette. That's Langston. That's Langston. Trips to the right, one man to the left. He looks that way to the left, going to throw his way. Good coverage by Holmes, and they're going to throw a flag. Uh, I, KJ, I can't say I disagree with that one. He was on him. Yep. I do, I do, I do agree, agree with, with that. I, I'd say I agree with that. Y'all probably caught that on here, and, and I would have to say I do agree. If you're going to let a, a call go where somebody gets slung to the ground, it should go both ways, and that one shouldn't have been called. But And, you know, uh, that's what Brady's saying. He, he's over there talking to the official. He knows he just made a flag, but he's saying, man, I just got thrown to the ground a play ago, and you didn't call it. You can't talk to officials, though. They don't uh, They don't take it into consideration. First down and 10, Madden makes a man miss. He's got the corner. He's got the end zone. Well, as another six, as the score goes to 12 to 2, 5-11 left to go uh, until the half. And uh, Lynette's up 12 to 2 on the Wolves. And this is where the time of possession and moving the ball on offense helps because that defense is starting to tire out. They, they, they've made good plays on first through third down, but on fourth down, the quick screens on fourth down have – Really gotten Lynette where they are, and after a missed extra point, they're going for two right here. Yeah, and how time. ugly that last one looked. I don't. I can't say I blame them. Yeah, I, I don't blame them here. 
They're going to run it up the middle. Fedville had four men ready to make a tackle, and they all missed. Yeah. That was number three on the conversion, Kadaria Zachary, and we have a 14-2 ball game. Well, that was embarrassing. 5-11 to go in the half, 14-2 is the score. We'll take a quick break from Lynette. You're listening to Fedville Football on Radio Alabama Sports. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pone is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Lynette. Lynette on top, 14-2 after another scamper from Madden. His second touchdown of the night. Panthers kick it away. High wobbly kick going to come down and be fielded by Hunter Hammonds, and he's going to just call for a fair catch. Uh, I thought maybe a little bit of unsportsmanlike conduct as one of the Wolves players just got ran over after the fair catch was called, but I guess we won't see that one. Just like on the last two plays, obvious holds, but, you know, we got, even though there was flags that should have been called, we have got to make better pursuit on those outside runs. We're not going to make an excuse just because of the hold. we got to be better tackling. We've missed several tackles. Absolutely. You want the, you want your team to play so well that those penalties that are called, you decline them because it's better because they were irrelevant. You know what I mean? Well said. And now we get the Wildcat with Brady Ritchie, it looks like. And a flag, most likely for an illegal shift. Probably see a fake. Twelve men on the field, I do believe. Well, Lynette's probably thinking the same thing I am. Right now, you're probably going to see either a fake jet sweep, Brady up the middle, or a jet sweep around the edge. Uh, Fevel caught a timeout, so they'll give Coach Limbaugh and the Wolves a timeout. 5-11 to go in the half, and uh, we'll keep it here as Fedville just unable to get anything going on offense consistently, and now you're starting to see it hurt the defense. We'll see what Fedville can do on this drive. Area real estate, a tradition of trust. Whether you're buying or selling a home or both, your success hinges upon expert advice and services provided by your real estate agent. Call Bill Farr and his staff at Area Real Estate, 256-249-3727. Real estate appraisals and mortgage services, arearealestate.com. See Steve and Jane Garris at Garris Specialties and Pond in downtown Sylacauga. With loans as low as $5, it's never too early to think about tax season. Garris Specialties in downtown Sylacauga. Yeah, um, KJ, looking at, at the game right now, it's very crucial that Fevel either A, scores before the half or keeps Lynette from scoring before yeah. the half because you get up 21-2, to two, Lynette gets the ball back. You're looking at a 21-2 deficit, momentum on their side, and it could get out of hand quick. Yep, I do agree. Casey DeLoach has not come back into the game since he took a hard fall onto his knee. 
Oh, he is at the top of the top of the field at wide receiver, as Coach Phillips helps me point out. Brady Ritchie Wildcat fake it to the end around man, and Lynette was ready for that. Yep, they uh, I called it just a few seconds ago, and they lined up in the same formation. And um, nothing going there on the running game as they bring the ball quite a few times this evening. Yeah, uh, passed the ball once. Yeah, the lunch over one. One passing attempt for the Wolves. That's that's something. Yeah. Four forty-two and counting to go until halftime. Second down and twelve. Fedville could really use a drive. Now, even if they don't score, to stall time from Lynette to get back on the field and score again. If they could just run four and a half minutes off here with a with a long drive, that would be more than adequate. Wildcat again. They're trying to draw a man off sides. They don't. Richie will run it up the middle, maybe two. No, I think he barely got back to the line of scrimmage on that one. It appears from here. That'll bring up yet another third and long. And that's what Fedville has failed to convert. Third and ten. They do give him two yards. Deloach probably going to see Deloach drop back on this one, I would surely think. Yeah, hopefully we'll see that, but they may try to play it safe and run up the middle yet again. See one of the big hefties come in for the line. But, you know, Lynette's defensive line, we haven't talked about, a lot bigger than Horseshoe Bend's last week. Number five, Caden Story is huge. Wildcat again. Richie's going to throw. He's going to chunk one for Pacey. He's down there and almost intercepted on the play. And the next pass attempt they throw is from their running back. And Fedville will go three and out. 3.48 to go in the half. And Levi Phillips will be on the punt. Yeah, and, you know, it's all about play calling. And at least they were went through the air that time. Good to see. But... Might have had more success with Pacey back there. Fourth and 10, 3.48 left in the half. Federal down 12. Levi Phillips getting pretty good bit of action this evening. And what another great punt as stumbling when he made the catch was number 21, the speedster Patrick, and he was downed on the play by Jacob Ice. Yeah, they got good field position here and 340 left to go before half and they get the ball back after half. And uh we'll see what they can do as they've been scoring fairly quickly here. So I guess Atkinson will lead his team out again, but you have to think, KJ, uh it, he hasn't been throwing the ball very well. We might see another keeper out there, but nope, he is lined up. Sheely in the game at running back, the speedster. Take it to him. Almost tipped and intercepted by Vice on the quick screen, and it falls incomplete. Vice was a fingertip away. If he got one hand up, I think he made that interception. So close. Good read that time from Vice, and it falls incomplete, second and ten. Yeah, Fevel's eventually going to figure out that screen, and a man's going to cheat up down there, and they might can get six out of it. Well, we heard how good Lynette was. If I could say one thing about their offense, it's the inability to throw the ball outside of a screen pass. However, you do have to respect they're trying to open up a part of their game that's not their best instead of running it uh, every play. So that's good to see them opening up their playbook. And 
Lynette will take a timeout and talk things over, second down and 10. Uh, we'll take a quick break from Lynette. Fedville on the losing effort right now, 14-2. to two. When we come back, with more Fedville football on Radio Alabama Sports. <laughs> Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Welcome back to Lynette, and we come back to a huge passing play, successful. Yet another quick screen. Imagine that their only successful passing play. That one to Langston. Langston moves the chains all the way to the 34. Clock is rolling. And Fedville could really use a stand right here, Blake, before the half. They need a turnover right here to, to kind of shift some of this momentum. They had it in the first quarter, but it's kind of gone away since then. On a good read that time. That time to Speaster Sheely with nowhere to go. 76 for the Wolves in on the play. I believe that's Presley. Yeah, that was uh... – he wasn't going anywhere on that one. They blew through that line, got him down, and you see that big line over there uh, keeping things good for the Wolves. I'm really surprised they have not. They went away from Madden. Madden was moving the ball against the Wolves. Atkinson to throw. Almost dropped by Langston, but he holds on, and Keaton holds on for dear life to make the tackle. Good yardage again. Give him nearly 10 on the play. It's going to be third down and a couple. About two minutes to go in the half. See what they do here. They line up in the shotgun. Atkinson wants to throw, bobbles the snap, looks to the left. High again, incomplete. He was pressured that time by Jacob Weiss. And that pressure, it's almost, it reminds me a lot of, of Nick Marshall for Auburn. It was like if he was pressured in the least, he, he, he overthrew it. But if he got a clean pocket, he picked him apart. But he didn't overthrow the pressure against Georgia, the, the tip from Ricardo Lewis. But that was kind of Ricardo Lewis and not Nick Marshall. Absolutely. That was back when Auburn used to know how to run an offense because Gus Malzahn is horrible. So, fourth and five on the... They're going to go for it. And too short to kick and too long to punt. Atkinson going to air it out. And it's called for a touchdown. Well, he has missed every single throw up until then. And Hold on. We've got a flag to the far side. I think we may have a false start. Uh, let's hope this one's coming back, folks. And we do. False start. No touchdown for Lynette. Wow, Fevel catches a great break right there. If they can hold right here, KJ, only a minute 56 go to halftime. Lynette's up 14-2. to two. And I wonder if that changes things for Lynette because 
it was fourth and five, so that's going to make this a fourth and a, a, about a an eleven. A, yeah, an eleven. They're still going to go for it. It's still a little bit too short of a field to punt, but Atkinson brings him up. He wants to throw again. He's got room up the middle, and he is rugged down by Dakota Ogle. Wow, that was great. Uh, they caught a break right there, and they took advantage of it. Now, Fevel is set up first and 10. You're, you're around your own 30-yard line. A minute 49 left go for the half, and it's 14-2. to two. I think you take this one to the half. Yeah, but what you may see is Coach Limbaugh may throw a quick, uh, a few little quick screens to the outside and see if we can get a little bit of yardage and get out of bounds and maybe with a minute 49 milk it down for a, a field goal attempt for Levi Phillips. I think he's going to try to get points out of this drive, but he's still going to play it safe. Deloach, two men in the backfield. They will give it to Richie. Richie along the right and pretty good yardage. Maybe four or five, better than what we've seen so far. Yep, yep. And clock will roll, one thirty-six and counting. And doesn't look like Lynette's going to use one of their three timeouts. Yeah, I think Lynette's pretty disappointed with the offensive first half that they put on. They probably just want to get to the half and talk it over. But you got to give a lot of credit to Fedville. I mean, they told us last night Atkinson is not a great throwing quarterback and that they were going to try to make him be a passer. Fedville's done a pretty good job of making him be a passer. Yes, he's hit one throw, and that throw was called back just a few plays ago for a false start. Outside of all the quick screens they've thrown. Yeah, which he's overthrown most of those as well. Deloach, hand off to Richie. Room along the left, close to a first down, and I do think Fedwell is just going to milk this. Yeah, they may well run one more play, but Lynette may have other things in mind. They might decide to call a timeout if Fedwell doesn't get this and uh, make them punt and well, try to have one chance at a return. Yeah, well, it's third and two. Sports announcers around. Thank you, Coach Jackson. Thank you, you Coach heard Jax. the man. You heard the man. Coach Jack speaks. Words of wisdom and truth. Deloach will bring three backs up for a third down and two. 26 seconds to go. Give it to Limbaugh. First down. And I believe that might be the last play before the half. Coach Limbaugh has one timeout. I don't know if he's going to use it. They do use it. Now the clock just stopped for a first down. Uh, right on the 40-yard line, the ball sits, and now the clock rolls. and. I think they may just bleed it out. They might chunk one down the field here, KJ. Coach Limbaugh has known to do a few tricky things. Deloach. Nope, they're going to give it with Richie. Good haul around the left again, and Richie will run the half out for the Wolves. Fed will start it out two to nothing. Two touchdowns from Lynette's Madden. It's 14 to two. We'll come back with halftime stats from Jacob Bassett, and we're going to hear from him as well as some sponsors. You're listening to Federal Football on Radio Alabama Sports. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Silicaga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. 
Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at areareallestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at CACC.edu. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit CoosaPinesFCU.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the um, Fayetteville High School Football Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net. Uh, or excuse me, on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. Um, in case you're just tuning in, Pebble's got the lead. I mean, excuse me, Lynette has the lead, 14 to two. We got us about a 15-minute halftime break. Uh, if you're just joining us, we got some stats over here by our lovely stat guy, Jacob Bassett. Jacob, what what do you got over there for us, buddy? Well, right right now, Pebble is 0 for two. In passing, um, they have 27 attempts on the ground for a total of 37 yards. Um, time of possession is 13 minutes and 5 seconds for the Wolves compared to the Panthers. They are 6 for 13 in the air for 74 yards. Um, 13, of 80, 13 attempts on 81 yards on the ground for two touchdowns and one two-point conversion. Um, penalties. Fayetteville has two penalties for a total, uh, or one penalty, sorry, for a total of nine yards. To Lynette's three penalties for a total of 17 yards. Yeah, it looks like there's uh, uh, each team had a few penalties. And uh, what do you think is one thing that Pebble has to do once the second half starts in order to get back into this ball game? Well, looking at their offensive stats, they're going to have to start moving the ball. Absolutely. You talk about 37 total yards of offense, and uh, 
That's not very much when you talk about a whole half of football with 13 minutes time of possession. They're going to have to get the ball rolling and moving. And, and I think that starts with trying to incorporate the passing game a little bit. As you mentioned, 0 of 2 passing the ball. And uh, it just it, that's not going to work against a, a Lynette team with a stout line and, and while they're stacking the box. Yeah, when you're only averaging a yard and a half per play and it's all coming on the ground, you're going to have to try something different. And it's like, the, like when me and you called that game in Woodland, you know, Limbaugh picked a set of plays and ran them till. He, I guess he figured out they wasn't running this side to go to something else. And, and we seen in that second half, he came out and started opening up the playbook. He threw the ball a little more, got back into it. And if it wouldn't have been for a missed uh, a call where the officials gave the first down when it was clearly a stop, they win that game as well. You know, we talked about you can get off to a slow start against those guys and maybe Horseshoe Ben. They got out to a fast start against this, uh, against this Lynette team who's very talented and will probably make a run in the playoffs this year. You get out to a strong start, then you kind of, you know, slack off a little bit. And uh, you're looking at a 14-2 ball game. But with that being said, you got to be satisfied on Fevel's end because a team that's uh, very similar to Fevel as far as talent-wise, maybe even a tad bit better, is one of their rivals, B.B. Comer, who came in here and got absolutely spanked last week. Yeah, Comer came in and... In the first quarter, they gave up three touchdowns, you know, right off the bat, and they got they dug themselves in a hole and never really got out of it. But halftime here tonight, I mean, we're still in this thing. Yes, if we can come out and get one stop, which if we can make uh, their quarterback Atkinson throw the ball, there's a high possibility we get the ball back quick with pretty good field position because, quite frankly, he hasn't been able to put the ball on the money. He missed a lot of throws. Um, and, and by the looks of things, our quarterback, Pacey Loach, is much more capable of throwing the ball and has a better arm than Atkinson. However, we don't have the receiving core that we had a year ago or that's of Lynette's caliber. So we're definitely going to have to get cute on the offensive side of the ball, get that ball moving, incorporate some screens, maybe some jet sweeps some slants, something to get the ball moving. Fevel scores one time, This is it's a one-score ball game. I mean, they're only down by 12 points right now. Well, watching Atkinson in the first half, uh, there was probably, you know, the other seven of those 13 attempts he has, there was a Fevel defender in the, in the area. Yes, there was, and, and on quite a few of those attempts as well, the receiver was open. He misfired. He missed a touchdown, uh, I believe it was early in the second quarter, on a streak. Uh, just overthrew the guy. Had the touchdown. Lynette, honestly, with their missed opportunity, should be up 28-2. to Fevel's definitely caught a break with that. And, like you said, been playing good defense. Uh, th- this game could be a lot different right now if it wasn't for that bad passing. Uh, but Coach Mark Reed, uh, shout out to him because he's had this defense playing lights out this evening. Yeah, they're like I said, you know, they've had a defender and the area in just about every pass. And We've had defenders with hands on the football just fell out. If we catch those, we're in a different position right now. Yes, absolutely. If we catch those, if they catch them, like you said, we're definitely a different ball game. And I really just hope that to see the offense open up the uh, the playbook more and throw the ball more because um, what exactly is it that we have rushed? How many attempts for how many yards did you say? We have 27 attempts on the ground for a total of 37 yards. 
that's unacceptable. Like you said, when you're averaging less than a yard and a half a carry, you got to get the ball moving. That's the average of a three and out every drive, and you can't get the ball to an explosive offense like this of Lynette. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're averaging, you know, six and a half yards per rush, and when he gets the ball completed to a receiver, it's, it's a big play. You know, a big play is usually 20 yards or more, and on my stat book, I think I have four completions that were over 20 yards. And they were all screen passes. They when you they get in the open field, they're hard to be stopped. However, Fevel's been playing a lot down coverage. They cheat up a little bit on those screens. I'm not sure Atkinson can throw that ball far, and I think that Fevel has to make him prove that he can throw it far. Well, this Fevel defense needs to, you know, lock down. I mean, I've seen them have ups. I've seen them have downs in the first half if they can like i said turn those tip balls into interceptions and you know get the ball downfield on offense who knows maybe we can come out of this thing in the second half with a w and already absolutely i mean a win would be great in this game but even when you're playing a team like lynette a close loss uh puts fear in the mind of your future opponents knowing how good lynette is if you lose this game say fevel comes out uh lynette scores two touchdowns in the second half fevel scores two touchdowns uh you're looking at a 28 to 16 game Teams look and be like, whoa, you know, Fevel, they're not no pushover this year, which they're not. You know, they've been good the past couple of years. Coach Limbaugh's really turned the program around. Uh, you, you gotta think, you gotta play this game close. You wanna keep this game close because sometimes it even comes down to a tiebreaker. If Fevel and Comrade are a tiebreaker, they look at common opponents. You look at common opponents, a 28 to 16 loss is better than a 38 to nothing loss. Yeah, you know, Comer's gonna be watching this game in particular on film. You know, Comer came in here last week and couldn't get anything going. They're gonna look at us and see see why the score was 14 to two and a half and see what they they could have did different and you know turn that around on us and make those adjustments against us well hopefully they'll read everything wrong and we'll go in there and spank them up me being a, a federal graduate uh we're not too fond of calmer but uh before we take a quick break jacob closing thoughts what needs to change in the second half we need to control the line of scrimmage okay well, you heard it from our stat keeper and uh, our sideline, non-sideline reporter. He can't be down there, of course, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, so you're listening to the Fable High School Football Game of the Week uh, on the Fable Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. We'll be right back. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosapines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Garrett Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garrett Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pond is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. 
That's special. And Garrett's Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the net, where Fedville trails the Panthers at halftime, 14-2. Got a couple of other halftime scores to inform you guys about, don't we, Blake? Yeah, um, okay, so the B.B. Comer Tigers, who came in last week and just got absolutely hammered by these guys, 38 to nothing. Uh, they're actually against Lafette, who actually isn't very far from here. Saw the sign passing on the way here. Uh, they're playing at Comer's place, and Comer is down 6-12 to 12 right now against those guys, and they're about half uh, midway through the halftime uh, break. And um, the, lo That score provided by my lovely girlfriend who, who was there this evening. So it's nice when you have a contact game, you just call them. Exactly. 12 to 6 there. BB Comer. Uh, I tell you, they had a good year last year. A brutal schedule this year. Uh, their one loss coming off the hands of this very Lynette team last week and playing a good Lafette team tough this week. I'm telling you, Comer is going to make some noise this year. Yeah, that absolutely. I, I don't know if they make it to the second round like they did last year because I feel like they'll get a lower seed uh, in the playoffs this year. Uh, and they might have a little tougher time, but I definitely think they make a splash in that first round and keep it close. Well, here it is 14-2, Fedville on the losing effort. But, but Blake, it feels like defensively we have played good enough to be leading this game. I mean, you talk about just two touchdown runs from Madden where he broke three or four tackles. Other than that, in a two or three okay screen passes, Fedville's done a pretty daggum good job against Lynette's offense. They have contained that offense, and I think Lynette's surprised at how good these boys have played, and they did not expect them to come in here and do this. Uh, I say one thing that Fedville needs to do coming in the second half, like Jacob said, absolutely control the line of scrimmage, but if they can force Atkinson to throw that ball yeah. 
and keep those screens covered. He's throwing the ball all over the place. He's put one ball on the money, and it was called back because of a false start. Yeah, and he almost threw an interception, if you recall. Brady Holmes didn't even see the ball and almost picked it off. It was so far behind his receiver. I know. He wasn't even expecting to get the ball. That's how bad the throw was, and that's a common theme you've seen tonight. So you might see one to two interceptions uh, by Lynette as we're about to start play here in this third quarter. Lynette will get the football to start this third quarter. That's why the second, the last stop from the Wolves' defense in, in the half was very good. Seven to nothing, Sulacaca is in a lightning delay, and Childersburg is is winning thirty-four to nothing. Wow! Oh so wow! Childersburg, not not winning, not not won a game yet this year, but they are on the winning effort right now, thirty-four to nothing against Goshen. Goshen. Well, they're. Uh their volleyball team does not reflect that football team because their volleyball team was very good and, and actually my senior year played. We actually just got an update from my dad, the coma, the Tiger, the one from the Tiger Sports Network. Forty-one to nothing, Childersburg at the half. Just yeah, pouring wow. it on. They're laying it on thick right now, and uh, I don't blame them. Get a little momentum going when you haven't, uh, you know, won a game. Get those guys some confidence. I'm looking forward to the Fettville Childersburg matchup. I think yes. it's going to be a good one. Uh, bringing that that rivalry, both teams kind of, you know, not great this year, but they do they do have some talent. And so, Lynette will receive this second half kickoff uh, as Fedwell got the ball first. If Fedwell get a stop here, get a score, then and they're keeping this game close. We might see an upset this evening. Well, for the upset to take place, we are going to have to run the football less but more effectively and throw the football more. We've, we've got to get through the middle of the field. Well, Nance having eight people at the box just about every play that Fedville has run. Sooner or later, uh, they're going to have to make sure they get the loach a little bit of time, and they're going to get somebody over the middle, and when they do, it'll be for a big game because there's like one guy deep. Yeah, Fevel and Lynette are playing very similar defenses right now. Eight guys in the box forcing them to throw. Lynette has proven, well, not Lynette, but Atkinson has proven he cannot throw the ball and he is not capable of beating them through the air on on medium to long range, range passes. However, Fevel has not began throwing the ball. I think if they throw the ball, get it going, they'll move the ball, they'll score, and give themselves uh, quite, you know, a good good chance of winning this football game. We have not seen Luke White since the ankle injury. Uh, maybe his status for this half will be different. And, you know, a lot of Fedwell's passes are quick screens to Luke White, so not having him in there kind of hurts the passing game a little bit. But, you know, still, they've got other weapons in there. We have not seen Evan Baker tonight. I don't know if that's something that they planned for, but Evan Baker has really not – I don't know if I've even seen him on defense. I know he hadn't played on offense, but – Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. But, uh, well, I'll go down to the sideline and check with the coaches. And Fedville – is almost set to kick this ball off. So the Wolves will kick off to begin the second half. I've just been informed by the coaches that he is playing tonight. He just hasn't got any uh, action on the offensive side of the ball yet. So uh, we were wrong. <laughs> 
as we are much of the time. <laughs> it helps having the coaches up here with us. Yeah, we got um, Coach Jacks up here, Coach Phillips keeping up with the stats, and we got uh, Jeremy Robertson over here keeping up with the cameras. So nice to have everybody um, up here. It gives us, you know, three's a crowd, but more than that, I don't know what you'd call it. Dang, we got a dinner party going up here. Coach Phillips, of course, the baseball coach for the Wolves. He, I'm sure he's looking forward to that. How about the Braves' 29-run game the other night? When I checked the wow. score, I said, did the Braves really do that? Here we go. Second half, Levi Phillips, pooch kick. Lynette bobbles it. Can Thibble get on it? They can. That is Federal's ball. Great call to roll the dice right out of the gate. Beautiful executed kick by Levi Phillips, Coach Phillips' son. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit, KJ. Look what they just did right there. They got an onside kick, uh, much like Nick Saban did that time against Clemson, to change the ball game starting out on the second half and getting some momentum. Let's see what they can do on offense, and hopefully they get a score here. Well, <laughs> Jacob had to step away because Blake's punchline really caught me and Jacob off guard. That was a good one, buddy. I First down and 10, the Loach. Give to Richie. No gain. Right out of the gate. Second down and 10. Yeah, uh, we see another run up the middle. Looks like that snap was bobbled a little bit. Uh, so that could be why it was slow developing and didn't go anywhere. But I, I think we'll probably see a pass through the air. You see Lynette stacking the box with eight guys. And uh, the the other – actually, they're stacking the box with nine guys, excuse me. And then they got two guys cheating up. So they're all within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. I think you go deep right here. A double move would be lethal right here. But they give to Richie. And Richie will get the yard back you lost, but not much more after that. Once again, third and long. 11 uh, minutes and about 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. We just got out of the halftime break. Federal facing third and 10 as they're down 14 to 2. And if you're Federal right here, you just got a huge onside kick. This is where you've got to, at least if you don't score, move the ball and keep Lynette off the field. Please throw the ball here. It's third and 10. He will throw it. Vice, out route. Got it. Gain of five. They'll get half of it. That'll make fourth down a little easier. Ooh, that was a close one. I'm surprised they gave it to him. You see him drop that ball at the end of that play. Uh, see, look, they had they had some success passing the ball. I hope that they'll do it again. But now, nice, nice out route by Jacob Weiss. Absolutely, and the throw is on the money. When it comes to throwing talent on uh, quarterback uh, pound for pound, uh, Pacey is the better thrower, no doubt. Huge fourth down conversion. Federal converted a couple earlier. Did they get them off size? They did. They throw the flag. Beautiful hard count for Deloach. That will move the sticks. And uh, hopefully that they'll get a little more aggressive with this play call now if they get this first down. And it is an offsides call. Wow, that'll move the chains. First and ten for the Wolves at about the 33? 38. Move it to the 33. First and ten. Wolves, let's see now if they kind of wake up. Four down and five, they converted but on a penalty, but we'll take it however we can get it. Absolutely. Let's see. They, they're loving that uh, that Maryland Eye formation this evening. And that's the wishbone, one of the two. I think it's the Maryland Eye, but I could be wrong. Deloach. It's Richie. Makes a man miss, but not more after that. You're, you're not going to have much success up the middle 
through the guards when Lynette has eight men at the line of scrimmage and two more right at behind them. Yeah, they're stacking the box five right at the line, and then maybe two or three yards behind them, you got another four. four. Yep. And so then that, that leaves only two guys that aren't, and you see now they actually they have ten guys. Uh, five on the first line of defense and two on the second. They're playing a goal line of 6-3-2, it looks like right now. Tosta Ritchie. Nowhere to go. Sooner or later, the Wolves are going to have to realize you're not going to run the ball on Lynette when they stack the box. And the the pattern of play calling is hurting the Wolves, too. It seems like every down, like I preached at Gus Malzahn last year, I called him run, run, pass. That's what Fedville is doing, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. And Lynette so far has pretty much caught on to it. So another passing situation on third and eight. Yeah, they got to open up this playbook, spread the field out a little bit, see if they can't catch them napping on the defense. And they're just going to run it with Limbaugh. Well, there you have it. Third and seven. and you Or third and eight, excuse me, and you run a fullback dive. Sounds like something I do on NCAA 14. It works sometimes. Depends on who the fullback is. Seth, I mean, Seth is a very good fullback, and he can break tackles, don't get me wrong, but... He, he's not going to be able to do much when you got five guys trying to block nine. That's yeah. basically what Fedville is going up against right now. And not to mention, it's not fourth and two. It was third and eight. You know, it's not like you need two yards. Fourth and nine. The Wolves will go for it. Toss to Richie. They're going to throw it back to Deloach. They've got it set up. Deloach with the first down. And tackled out of bounds. The trick play pays off. Wow. And well, a, I was just getting ready to say another run on fourth and long, but Coach Limbaugh said, hold on, KJ. Yeah. Coach Limbaugh said, I, I missed me with that trash up there. And he said, we're going to throw the ball right here. And that was perfect play calling. I like the play calling. Thank you, Coach Limbaugh. I knew he was going to open up the playbook. I just didn't know when it would be. The Loach will get the play in. Richie out. Camden Keaton in. Yeah, let's see what they do here. Pacey over there talking to Coach Limbaugh. They might just go through the air again. I'm liking what I'm seeing. We got 8.30 to go, and, and uh, clock stopped because he went out of bounds, 14-2, to 2, but Feville is driving. Deloach, give it Keaton. Keaton dove over a man, never hit the ground, but they will call him down. He got about three yards, it looks yep, like. Positive yardage, but, you know, this is the area of the field where Fedville last week, as Jacob can note to this, we went to Jacob Vice several times. That big body in this part of the field, if you can kind of slip them out like we did on that third down and five to get five yards, yeah, maybe we can get some yardage right here. Look for Jacob Vice. He hasn't really done much outside of that one catch. Yeah, you know, you gotta you got to throw him off a little bit, and I believe a throw right here would definitely throw that Lynette defense off. They give Camden Keaton one yard. That, wow. He looked like he had more. Second and nine, and we run a quarterback sneak. Well, that was strange. I think that was supposed to be a power option to the left side. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was supposed to be a sneak. Gain of a yard, another run-run pass type deal, third and eight. Now, you know, you, they run-run pass, run-run pass. you got to skip a little, go run, pass, run. Or pass, run, run, pass, 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 run, run, pass. You know, you got you to gotta swap it up a little bit because this Lynette defense is just 
reading Fevel's playbook, you might as well have an open play sheet. For but him. I'm going to tell you something that I see as we get a Lynette timeout. Those big fellas on Lynette's defensive line are huffing and puffing right now, so the ground and pound may not be dead yet. Maybe we can get it going. We're going to take a quick break as Lynette will stop the clock. Same score, 14-2, 7-14 left in the half. You're listening to Fevel Football on Radio Alabama Sports. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Sylacauga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Third down and eight. We'll see what Fevel comes up with after the Lynette timeout. Two backs, two receivers to the left. That's Deloach and Vice. Deloach fakes to Richie looking that way. He's got a blitz, got a man on his back. And his knee was down, and we get a tackle. There we go. Yes. That is a late hit, and Deloach is hurt. That was very dirty. That was a dirty hit. I'm not sure who that was, but it looks like one of the big hefties, and that's a no-no. He needs to be thrown out of the game. I could be wrong. And Coach Limbaugh is grabbing Deloach by the shirt and calming him down because Pacey was not hurt. He was staying on the ground to keep his composure. I could be wrong. I don't, and I don't blame him. His knee was down clearly, and the whistle had blown, and he was tattooed. Yeah. That was either Donna. Donna Havon, Ty Dyer, or Lamonte Gilbert, and, and that is just not right, and they should be ashamed of themselves for making a play like that. What? That was a personal foul. I'm not sure what's the deal right now. That ball should be moved up 15 yards. Yeah, what, what are we doing? And they're still saying it's third down. Now that'll be first down of 15 yards up. I don't know what just there happened. There we go. Right. I think, That's more like it. Well, well, that should be a that should be a first. There we go. Arrow flip that thing. What what is the confusion? You call if you call a personal foul, it's a 15 yarder and automatic first down, no matter what the personal foul is. Well, yeah. But was the flag thrown inside the 20? I I don't know. Well, either way, it should be a first down. I don't understand why we have a third and five. Uh, anything, it should be first and five. Third down and five, and I, I, I don't understand this. Deloach, give it to Richie. He's got a blocker. Breaks the tackle, still going. I think he's got the first down. Yeah, I believe he got just inside the seven-yard line, and they will yes. move those chains. That's a first down. We got a flag to the far side of the field. We'll hold it and see what that is. Probably a hold. and I I'm, hope it's not coming back. Maybe 
Maybe Lynette was off sides, but I believe it is going to be well, a hold. We'll I, await the call. I don't know what we were doing on that previous play because a personal foul, if it's inside 20, half the distance. A sideline warning against Lynette. Oh, there we go. That'll put Fevel at first and goal now. The, the, the best field position they've had, 6.57. Clock stops. They're down 14-2. to two. Let's see what the now, rules now can do. Now, this is where, and another flag flies. That coach is giving the ref an earful, and I believe they just flagged him. Coach Limbaugh, stay on the sideline now. As, Come on. As soon as he went to the ref, a flag flied. And now we're getting the huddle. Uh, I mean, if you throw a flag because a, a coach is in your ear, there's really no room. There's really no reason you should be talking about it, other than to be placing the ball. But I mean, inside inside where they are right now, it's already half the distance. Maybe, maybe if maybe move it to the three, if anything. Yeah, because it's at the six. So if this is indeed a foul on the coach of Lynette, this will be spotted first and goal from the three. If my calculations are correct. Yeah, that would be about where the ball should be spotted, unless they're just giving them a warning, but they just had the sideline warning. Yeah, so the sideline warning came in, and that's what gives the Wolves a first down. And then we get, they're waving the flag off. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I do got to say, I kind of agree with that because yeah. it was all within the same kind of sequence of events it wasn't like it calmed down he done it again so i i you know i get that I, so I see we still that. have it first and goal at the six huge possession for the wolves right here this is where you want to score but nothing stupid guys the loach power eye give richie makes a man miss gets a block powering close he's going to be down the three it looks at like the three. Oh, he did a lot of running to get three yards that he did kj and that'll bring up second and goal as clocks on 637 and ticking if the wolves can punch it in right here kj what an accomplishment you're 14 to 8 pin an extra point or two point conversion uh in a game that they thought that would be difficult but here they are in it but you know the biggest thing the wolves are doing right now that offense of lynette has not hit the field in the second half no, the onside kick and then the and then the first down on the penalty. That's big. The Loach quarterback sneak. He stood up but pushed. Let's see where they spot it. He's not going to have a, a touchdown, but he's going to maybe move it inside the four, maybe to the three or the two. But I don't know. If they're going to give him that. They give him a yard, so it'll be third and goal from the three. And. I think we got a heat timeout. So, mm, and very important play pending. Yes, heat timeout with 5:53 to go. Third quarter has flown by. 14 to two, Lynette on top of the Wolves. You're listening to Federal Football on Radio Alabama Sports. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold, and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Here we are, 
Third and three from the three. 554. Huge, I say two plays because I believe if this is not a loss of yardage, you will see the Wolves go for it. We'll see what they come out with. The Loach. Looks like an offsides. They don't call it, and Limbaugh is drugged down for a loss. That was an offsides, and that should have been called, but he tripped up. That turf monster got him. Let's see how much he lost. They only lose a yard on the play. They're going to hurry up and go for it. Fourth and goal from the to... four. Deloach, give to Richie. Breaks a tackle. He's not going to get it. Wow, I would have thrown the ball in that situation. I, I don't understand that. I... And there was a missed offsides on the third down, but you have got to throw the ball uh, when you have four yards to go at the goal line. That one hurts. That one definitely hurts. Well, a horrible missed offsides call and then a questionable hurry-up off tackle. But officials have been doing a pretty fair job, a good job officiating, but they blatantly missed that one. Guys, that was bad. And like, if I was down there, I'd let them know. But, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this to try to keep things positive. Last time the Lynette Panthers were backed up any whatsoever, the snap went over the quarterback's head into the end zone. That it did, and I think that's I think what, Coach Mark Reed, for the first time, might bring a blitz, and he does. He's hit as he throws. He's got a man down there, and the catch is dropped. Wow. Overthrown once again. Zeke Deloach was beat on the play, but an incomplete pass. The it, man blitzing up the middle, I believe, was Camden Keaton, and Keaton got there just in time to get in the face of the quarterback. Atkinson and the throw is incomplete. Second down and ten. That it, was a, a catchable ball, but yeah. it was still overthrown. Yeah. And if the Wolves are able to get a stop right here, they would have excellent field position. They give it on the sweep, and that's another safety. The Federal Wolves have recorded their second safety of the night. And if I can wow. see correctly, that play was made by Dakota Ogle. Wow, not many times you see a score of 14-4, to 4, but tonight you're seeing it. I'm, I, I, like I said, the few times Lynette have been backed up tonight, they have not did well. And it bites them again. 5-13, and we have a new score. Federal misses on the touchdown, but they get two and all the momentum. 5-13 to go in the third quarter. 14-4, Lynette on top, but Federal with Big Mo on their side. We'll be right back with Federal Football right after this. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Huge turn of events taking place in Lynette, 14-4, the new score. Lynette's still on top, but Fedville with some signs of life. The yeah. free kick set to happen. Camden Keaton is set to return. If the kick makes it there, the first time it didn't even make it halfway there. This one does. Keaton will field it just outside the 30. Up the middle, gets a block. 
cuts it up the middle, and he's tattooed by three or four, but he's going to get good field position at about the 44-yard line. You know, KJ, I, I was kind of concerned that they might try an onside, but they didn't. But, you know, you're looking at this, I, I would like to see Coach John Limbaugh take a shot first play. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Blake, but I, I don't know if you can do a, uh, an onside on a free kick. I think by rule you've got to kick it. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's, yeah. it's a safety. It, My bad. Yeah. I, I think if there, if it's a safety, you have no choice but to kick it. But this is where, guys, Fedville has got to find a way to put seven on the board. Your defense just got you a huge stop on the safety. It's time for the offense to get going. Dakota Ogle lined up at fullback. They give it to Richie behind him and Limbaugh. Good burst. Richie's one of his best runs of the night. Gets him about six and a good first down play call for the Wolves. Coach, I mean, uh, KJ, I think I'm uh, eating some of the words I was talking about earlier about this running game, but they've worn them down, and I think they're getting some success. I noticed on the last drive the defensive ends are huge for Lynette, and they are huffing and puffing. So while the the run pass totals are not balanced and it's been frustrating so far, if the Wolves can continue having plays like that, I think we've got a chance. They're going to try it again, and it's a first down. Or close to it. He'll have about third and two feet. And I believe that was Luke White back in the game. And yeah. He's shaking up again. Luke is definitely – that was Brady. It is Brady. Yeah, I don't think we'll see Luke again. It looks like he has his helmet off on the sideline. I can't tell. Third and one for the Wolves. This is definitely four-down territory if they don't convert. Absolutely. The Loach, they will convert. Quarterback sneak. They'll easily that. get their first down. Yeah, that first burst he had it. Thank the Lord for forward momentum, <laughs> forward yeah, progress. For sure. Are they asking for No, okay. I thought I seen the official ask for a measurement, and I was like, measurement? First and ten for the Wolves. And, guys, Lynette's offense has taken three snaps in this half. That is absolutely huge. For the yeah, as the third quarter is almost gone. Yeah, it is. Blitz coming from Lynette. Deloach gets the toss off to Richie, or rather straight give, and that's a gain of about four. Good job for Deloach. He's seen that blitz coming. I think that was actually going to be a misdirection to the other way. Richie kind of stutter stepped, and I think when Deloach seen that blitz, he kind of give it off tackle, and Richie gets good yardage out of it. It's a gain of two, but it's better than a loss of one. Absolutely. you got a three-yard difference. 315 to go and ticking. Fevels down 14-4, to four, but they're driving. Deloach. This time it's Seth. Seth makes a man miss, and he's cut down after that. I think the the Lynette Panthers have, have done a really good job uh, – in film this week studying Seth Limbaugh. Every time Seth's gotten the ball, there have been four or five guys to the ball. He loses a yard, third and nine, and once again, we're at risk of giving away a huge stop. Yeah, you, you've got to throw the ball here, no question about it. But Coach Limbaugh will find a way to run it and get a first down here, if not, so we'll see. Ogle at fullback. Richie behind him. Deloach. Give to Keaton. Keaton up the middle. He lost the ball. And Lynette has it. Well, a pass would have been better in that situation, but I'm not the coach, so. And the federal defense will be asked to save the day again as once again the federal offense 
stutters. You know, KJ keeps coming back to the same thing time and time again. Yep. Play calling. And how many times are they going to ask the defensive side of the ball to save the day? Those guys are getting tired. And they just come up with a huge safety, and we get They're asking guys, three give us yards a break. out of it. Give us a break. And they can't do it. Fedville looks like they're going to bring the house on this play, but they drop back into zone coverage. They give it to they give it to the speedster, and he makes two men miss three. But Dakota Ogle's not going to miss. He is swarmed back and thrown to the 40-yard line. Had some help from Brady Ritchie as well as uh, Zeke Deloach on the play. Uh, Dakota Ogle is not going to miss that tackle, and he made sure to get the speedster number 24 Sheely down. Yeah, he he definitely did there for a loss about two or three. And uh, if he'd have broke that last one, he might have took it to the house. Lynette facing a scrappy Wolves defense. Kind of caught him off guard so far. Here's Atkinson. Throw, quick screen. Tackle is slipped, and he's got some room. This is number nine. He stumbles out of bounds. Hunter Hammonds forced him out. Number nine, Tico Williams on the catch. And Tico gets a first down. And Wow. Fedville had that play hemmed in for about a two-yard gain, and it turns into 10 and a first down. Yeah, you got to feel for the Fedville defense here. You know, they've been bailing you out, and just expect them to keep making plays, and eventually they just run out of gas. You know, I mean, you, you got to get better play call on the offensive side to keep your defense off the field. High snap, Atkinson gets it down. Sheely. And they are, I'll tell you what, they've missed tackles on these wide receivers, but they've hemmed these running backs in in the second half pretty good. But I don't know if he's hurt, but we have not seen number eight, Dequez Madden, carry the ball in a long time, and he is responsible for both touchdowns Lynette has. Yeah, he's on the field, but he hasn't getting, gotten many touches, so that's kind of that's strange. Yeah, maybe he's nursing an injury or something. Lynette, second and nine. Man in motion, and they're going to call that an illegal shift, I'm pretty sure. The first down is made, but this is going to come back. An illegal shift is probably going to be the call, I would think. I believe number 12, the man in motion, Jalen Gibson, came early. Yep, illegal yep. shift. And that'll make it a second and 14 instead of, instead of first down. So that'll be good for the Wolves defense there. And, um... You got to think that Wolves offense is going to have to have some urgency once they get the ball back, KJ. Absolutely, but the defense is going to have to get them there first, and that's been the story tonight. But so far, there was 14 points put on the board by Lynette with the, at the seven-minute mark in the second quarter, and they have been stone cold against this Fevel defense ever since. Atkinson, quick screen. Fevel's got that one read beautifully, but they miss a tackle on Madden. Wow. I have no idea how they just missed that tackle. That was atrocious. Two men on him should have been taken down. And I'm not going to say their names because they'll probably be ashamed to, to hear them because these guys listen to our call when they watch film. But, man, guys, we've got to make that tackle. So when it goes from third and 19 to third and five, a manageable scenario for the Panthers. Another quick screen. And that'll be a first down. And no, it's not a touchdown. Horrible tackling. Well. Touchdown, Lynette. 20 to four, the new score. You know, at, at some point when you're this Wolves team, you can only get so many breaks before you finally break down this defense. Shout out to the Wolves defense. They played great. I know you guys are tired. 
And um, they just – your defense eventually gets tired and can't keep making the plays they've been making. Lynette's going to go for two again. And they'll get it again. Easily. Almost no resistance put up from Fedville on those last two plays. 22 to 4, four seconds left in the third. This is Fedville Football on Radio Alabama Sports. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sylacauga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you are connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. This is where Fedville's got to stop relying on the defense to make a play. Kickoff comes to Camden Keaton, breaks a couple of tackles, and gets across the 35 into the 36-37 as the clock expires on that play. When we come back to the fourth quarter, we're going to see what Fedville is made of. 22-4, to offense needs to wake up if we want a chance to pull off this upset. You're listening to Fedville Football on Radio Alabama Sports. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back. This is the fourth quarter of the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week. 22-4, Lynette on top after a late touchdown in the third quarter. Blake, Jacob, this is where... Fedville has caught so many breaks in this game with the defensive stands and the safeties. It's time for the offense to make a play and put seven on the board. 
Absolutely. 22 to 4. Deloach. Flea flicker. It's a high flea flicker. Deloach tries to get rid of it before he is tattooed. The toss back to from Richie to Deloach really threw things off. And they had it. Jacob Vice had his man beat down here. Well, KJ, if, if your pocket usually collapses when you throw the ball, I, I don't think that a flea flicker is the best option on play call because you had to have a lot of time for that quarterback to sit and throw. Yeah. And that he did not have. But they attempted to throw the ball. I like it. you got to be aggressive here. Second and 19, we will likely see a run to try to get a little more yardage back for a third and... We'll see Brady Ritchie up the middle right here. That's been the favorite so far as Ogle... Richie and Limbaugh in the backfield. A lot of power in that backfield behind DeLoach. Second and long. Give to Limbaugh, and there was a man in our backfield before the play was ever even started. It's like they, they almost could call the play. Zachary makes the tackle for loss, and Fedbull going backwards when they needed at least third and 21, and you got to expect. you got to, got to, got to, got to throw the ball here. They need a miracle on third and 21. And now the hard part is Lynette's going to be expecting a deep pass. So you're limited as to what you can do. But still, you see the secondary very within the ball. The yeah. middle of the field has been wide open all night. But it's just a matter of going there and the loach having the time. That will cause a timeout. Fedville will call a timeout, perhaps draw something up. 10 21 to go in the fourth. Fedville losing 22 to 4. This is Fedville Football. Radio Alabama Sports. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacaga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Silicaga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Third and 21, 10-21 to go in the game. Fayetteville, 20, Fayetteville on the losing end, 22-4, as we see a false start, we'll make it from third and 21 to third and 26. Well, well, things went from bad to worse. You know, you, they had an opportunity coming out of the half. They moved the ball 14 to two. Looked like it could have been 14 to eight or 14 to 10 possibly. That falls through. Your defense scores again, you get the ball back. There's a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. Then you decide you're gonna run the ball every play. There's nothing you can do. Third and long, Deloach will give to Richie. Fedville will be forced to punt. 
same story every week. You know, me and Jacob called that first game, that opener against Woodland, and one of the things that we talked about was open up the playbook. And, and they did that some in the second half, but they have not done that tonight as we have a injured player down on the field. And I believe it's Brady Ritchie, I Guys, do this does not look good. Ritchie is really not moving anything. Wow. We'll take a break and check on Brady. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Richie was able to get off on his own power. Phillips moves around and punts a boomer. Fielded on the hop by Lynette. He's running backwards and has a step on the sideline before Camden Keaton will shove him out of bounds. Well, not really much hope now. Phillips didn't do get the ball moving on that drive. It's 22-4. to Yes, you heard that right. Defense has scored two times. Um, so 9.42 left to go before the end of the game, and, and you're hoping now Fevel's probably just trying to get out of here and not let Lynette score anymore. It's three-touchdown ball game for the Wolves, and it's hard to make up with 9.42 to play. And you know now Lynette probably not going to throw it very much with an 18-point lead, 9.42 to go in the game. That is a, a good point there, K.J., uh, cut trying to be made, and he goes backwards. Good pursuit that time from the Wolves. Uh, that, that's been there all night. Uh, that time, number 56, Blake Ritchie, in on the stop. As number three, Zachary, had nowhere to go. And the defense has done their job. I mean, 22 points on the board, but you look at how they've got those 22 points. Now, another Comer score update, the uh, Lafette. Whatever their mascots are, are up on the Tigers right now. Um, 12 to 8 starting the fourth quarter. So hopefully Lafette can hang on to that lead. I'm sorry, I mean Comer to come back. Uh, go over there. Throw. That. This is Zachary on the reception. Close to a first down before he's shoved out by Camden Keaton. Uh, it, it, you can tune in to the Comer Sports Network and I'll listen to Greg Wyckoff alongside... Randy Kane. Randy Kane, and they do a great job too. Unfortunately, most of the time we don't get to listen to them because um, we're on at the same time. But I did a couple weeks ago. Them guys do a great job over there um, on the Comer Sports Network. So tune in. If you want to see that close game? Looks like it's going to go down to the third and one. Lynette's going to throw, and the catch is made as well as the first down by number one. Darian Langston. So just when you think Lynette's going to run it out, they're going to throw it and. Add on to their lead. Try to add on to that lead. Well, first and ten, eight minutes to go, and ticking the nets up 22-4. to four. If you're just tuning in, 
Uh, Febbles had opportunity after opportunity, and they have not cashed in. High snap. Pass dropped. Dakota Ogle was in the face of the quarterback as he was making the throw. I'm really surprised. And with an 18-point lead with just under eight minutes to go, I don't I don't really know why Lynette is trying their luck throwing the ball and stopping the clock for the Wolves. We haven't done much with those types of scenarios, but still, really surprised Lynette's leaving it up to us. Well, I think... Up the middle and breaking wow. tackles like crazy is the running back. I think what they're trying to do is give the ball to Pebble, and they know they'll chew off five minutes and uh, not score. So they they maybe want to try to do that as it looks like somebody is down. I can't quite get that number. That was Madden on the carry. Man responsible for two touchdowns that Lynette scored tonight as we try to get a read on who the injured wolf is. We've lost Luke White. Pacey DeLoach has been banged up several times. Uh, Brady Ritchie's been nicked up. And I tell you, this Lynette team, they're very physical. And we still are unable to get a read on his number. Number nine, it appears. Do we have a number nine? Excuse me. Nope. We don't have number nine, so uh, sorry to the listeners. I got a pair of binoculars on and can't quite get a read. Maybe number six, number nine. I told you it was number nine, KJ. Uh, that'll be Chance Owens. Chance Owens back up getting some time and Chance. Wow, he got he got knocked he got knocked pretty good by the running back Madden. Madden is a very physical runner and. Chance, wow, he is in some more kind of pain. I just hope that young man's okay. He, under his own power, is not going to be able to walk. Was, yeah, I'd see that. Uh, Looks like he's he's hobbling off though. He's hobbling, but it's not the hobble. He seems woozy with every step. Probably yeah. concussion protocol might be the appropriate action for him. He got knocked pretty Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, uh, hopefully he can get back in the action. That And uh, we're going to take a break and look at the stats throwing the ball for the Wolves. They are 2 of 4 for 18 yards um, as we enter into the fourth quarter. We're a little almost halfway. Is 7.45 and ticking. High snap. Up the middle. Goes Madden. And... Dakota Ogle puts an end to that play. Yep. And uh, you see down there, it looks like way in the distance. I might have to, to use these bad boys right here to look. It looks like Luke White is sitting uh, on the bench on the sidelines. Yep, jersey off. Jersey is off, and all he has on is his pants. Of course, and a shirt, just not like his jersey, you know. Thank you for that update, Blake. A second down in 10, seven minutes to go in the game. No problem, KJ. Federal down 22 to 4. Another pass. Fade route to the end zone. They've got it there. They've got a touchdown. Lynette running it up on the Wolves. That was number one, Langston, on the catch. KJ, what kind of call? What What is that call when, when the ball goes in the air? That will be a throw. Okay. Yeah. And that throw probably 
probably Atkinson's best throw of the night, other than a quick screen. Yeah, he's had an off night, and um, but he's definitely back on the uh, plus side of things with that throw to build confidence for their next game. 28-4. to four. When they'll play a local rival, Lafette. And two-point conversion. It's good. That's good, too. 30-4, to four, the new score. 6.58 to go in the fourth. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the Federal Football Game of the Week. Central Radio Alabama, Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA you need more equals control over lender. the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase Alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit CusapinesFCU.org to learn more about the CP Car Command app. Cusapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Cusapines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Cusapines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the fourth quarter from Lynette, 30-4. Just under seven minutes to go in the game. Fedville kept it close for the majority, but the lack of offense seems to be what's going to get them. Um, barring some miracles, a loss. Here's a good return with a block down the sideline for he is tattooed out of bounds. Yeah. Could have been a late hit on that, but we're not going to get any flags tonight. Man, it'd be a lost cause. We need to get those 15 yards and get three yards and three plays. So it seems to be the pattern tonight, man. The 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 defense really for Lynette has done a pretty good job hemming in the run, and the pass just hasn't been there. 6:49 to go in the game. Fredville. Let's see if they just try to kill clock. What they've done all game long. Yep. And confusion as to who's supposed to be in the game as they run a late man on in Camden Keaton. We'll see what they do and what they dial up right here. Deloach, three running back set. Give, it's Richie. Good game. About five. Check that. Camden Keaton. Camden's had a couple good runs tonight as well as Brady, but anybody outside of Keaton and Ricci, it really hasn't worked for the Wolves. No, it hasn't. They've ran that play. I would say half of their plays have been um, up the gut on that either right end or left end, wouldn't you say? Close to it. Dakota Ogle in the game now at fullback. Give it to Keaton again, makes a man miss, breaks a tackle. Same play, just to the other side. Hard run, gets him about. I don't know, maybe two. Third down, and we'll call it a long two. Five, 
50 to go in the game and a timeout. Officials timeout. Heat break, I reckon. We'll keep it here with 5.54 to go in the game. Guys, let's talk a little bit about the next level. Two weeks from tomorrow, the SEC will start back. Early yeah. predictions for a 10-game season this year due to COVID restrictions. Yeah, the, uh, the, the COVID hoax has really set back the uh, SEC schedule. And uh, we would have seen Auburn play in North Carolina, I think, on that ACC. That was, what, second weekend mm-hmm. in the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. that's probably shut down. No one allowed in there. Uh, but, you know, I think we'll see Auburn make a pretty good run this year. And uh, hopefully we'll see some better play calling from Auburn because Gus Malzahn ain't doing it. It ain't cutting it. Well, and and last year, despite some up and downs in the play calling, uh, bad offensive line, Auburn managed to have a pretty good season. But we'll see if they can build on an eight and four. I think Auburn and Alabama are really the only two clear dominance in the league this year. Other than Florida. Maybe, yeah, Florida is is the one in the east. But LSU lost a lot. Georgia lost a lot. Uh, I don't believe Mississippi State is there yet. I don't believe Texas A&M is there yet. I don't believe Kentucky is there yet. So I think Auburn and Alabama will pull the reins as we get an offsides on Lynette. Where was that in the first quarter when we were on the goal line? Absolutely. Um, you know, but we've 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 lost this game because of of uh, bad plays and uh, bad tackling. So not going to fault the officials for this. I, I was going to say, and, and officials, if you ever listen to this or anything, we're commentators. We complain. That's what we do. So when we call you out on something, it really don't take it personally, guys. I mean, it's just we call everybody on everything. When you say KJ, basically we call. The name of Seth Limbaugh on this one, and that's Seth's best run of the night, is maybe a little bit of anger <laughs> as Seth put the, put the lick on number 53 from the Panthers. That was Kelvin Zachary, probably brother of Kadarius, the running back. Uh, and Kelvin took a really good shot, and he's <laughs> he's feeling it right now. I, I wouldn't imagine it feels good to be hit by Seth Limbaugh going full speed. No, I wouldn't want to be hit by him going full speed. That's for darn sure. As we leave it this time with Camden Keaton, and not much. Yeah, you see they uh, staying true and staying loyal to that running game. Very, very loyal to the running game. Loyal is the appropriate word. Third and four. And four minutes to go in the game. Well, I tell you, even though we can't really see the field all that good at some parts from up here, it's a beautiful view. We can see the road from here. Well, a good spot up high. Is, is that Dakota Ogle on the carry? I believe it is, and I think he got a first down. They said we would see it. He's down. Saying, He's, he was down. He fumbled. He was down. And they give Lynette the ball. Well, he looked down from here, but bad call. But it happens. Well, let's see what Lynette does on offense. Maybe a balanced run and pass at that. I think you'll see him try to score one more time here. Probably. Try to assert their dominance. And I don't blame them. you got to build momentum. you got to those tiebreakers come in key. You know, if uh, oh, and, and that they look at calling opponents and – 
sometimes it comes down to what the score was. So two and one on the year. They have definitely asserted their dominance. Forty seven to nothing in week one against Georgiana. Last week against our county uh, rival BB Calmer. Who's probably one of the best teams in the county this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, twenty to fourteen was their loss against Valley, a Valley A five A school. High snap. Atkinson gets it down. Wanted to throw, and he's in trouble. And Fedville is going to get him way back. Good, good pursuit that time back there, guys. Brady Ritchie along with Camden Keaton along with, uh, we'll just say, the whole Wolfpack on the tat tackle. Yeah, they was all back there, and they had that screen sniffed out from the beginning. So good play there. It's 340 and then ticking. He wanted to go to number 21, Mikhail Patrick, who's been busy tonight, but Brady Holmes had that covered pretty good. That he did. KB. Brady Holmes has improved a lot from, from last year to this year. I that will say yes. that. I would agree with that. He's definitely uh, become a role player for sure. Uh, broken play is they wanted to go the other way, but they end up going to the left with Madden, who has two touchdowns on the night, and he gets about four. You know, three minutes to go in the game, 30-4, to four, unless we see another huge game from Lynette. This, that'll probably end up being your final. Yep. Lynette will throw. Number 21 on the reception. Gets a block. Gets another block. Makes a man miss before he is barely got that first down. Tackled down by Brady Ritchie and Hunter Hammonds. So Lynette continuing to move the ball through the air on those quick screens and when you got a guy like Mikhail Patrick and another guy like Langston and Atkinson, a big body, that's yep. why not? And we get a flag. I believe this will be a false start. Yep, it does appear that that is the call. It's two minutes and 31 seconds. The clock stops. And that's up 30 to 4 for those of you just tuning in. Next week, Fedville will have a. Big game against Vincent, arch rivals, Blake. And if you remember last year, that was the game that put Fedville over the tiebreaker with them into the playoffs. And you remember what won that game? The offense did horrible. Blake Matchin's punt block return for TD is what gives the Wolves a playoff appearance. That is, I do recall that. I remember they played great. You know, a team they play well against, but you see the same thing happen there just a year ago with Thorsby. They played a good game against Thorsby, but they couldn't move the ball. It's been the same story last season as it was this season. And, and really, we haven't talked about Blake Mansion much. When you lose a guy like him that you put at quarterback and a receiver, that's a lot of production to make up, and as we're going to get caught all sides here. Well, that was a bad call because he didn't even jump over the line. So, don't know what's up with that. Well, so yeah, I mean, you lose production in Blake Mansion, and you, you got a big hole to fill. You knew Deloach was going to be your quarterback, but with Hunter Hill transferring and with Tyler Hill graduating, you didn't know who was going to play receiver, and that that chemistry has not been found in full yet in the passing game. No, Quick it screen has not. to Patrick, a block in the back that was missed on Pacey Deloach. Patrick scampers, breaking tackles, and juking men out before he is tackled by three wolves out of bounds. Yep. 
And uh, I'm not sure if Lynette's going to try to let the clock run out. I doubt it. Yep, they'll probably continue to pour it on. 125 left in the game. Clock stops, and that's up 30 to 4. At the 24-yard line, let's, let's see what they do. Breaking tackles, but to no avail. Good pursuit that time from the Wolves defense. Jacob Weiss, first man there, helped out by Blake Ritchie and Brady Ritchie. Yep. Going forward, this Lynette team, they've got a lot of runners to their disposal, but Blake, you got to think if for them to make a deep run in the postseason, probably need to get a little better throwing the ball. And yep. a horrible snap. And snapping. He's just going to have to eat this one. You might see one more play before this game. The fat lady's warming up, and she started the first verse. And I think she sang a little bit. And I think she's got an L on her shirt for Lynette. Yep. As we see a cop flying. Oh, well, they're coming for me. Sorry, guys. Yep. Blake, you like to take it over. All right, well, hey, guys. For those of you tuning in. We'll get one more play, and he'll kneel the ball. Yep, and that'll do it. That'll just about do it for this game, as this clock will hit all zeros. 30-4 to 4 will be your final. Fedville taking this one hard on the chin. We'll be right back with the postgame show on Fedville Sports Radio Alabama. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble. 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tank has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tank, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Selicaga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Lynette 
This is the post-game show presented by Radio Alabama Sports, as you heard it there. Uh, joined now with our third man of the crew, statistician, sideline reporter from upstairs, uh, fill-in wherever we need him, a good addition to our team this year, Jacob Bassett. He's going to bring us some stats, and Jacob, just kind of put it blunt and honest, those stats are really not in our favor tonight, are they? Not really. Um, Coach Phillips was up here, and he was just telling me, on the rushing if we didn't have the sacks that we've had tonight, we'd be close to 100 yards rushing. However, on 52 attempts, we only got 60 yards on the ground. We threw the ball four times. We only completed two of those for a total of 18 yards. We gave up four sacks. Um, penalties, we had a total of three for 19 yards. Time of possession, Fayetteville 26 minutes and 37 seconds to Lynette's 21 minutes and 23 seconds. Looking at Lynette's stats for tonight, they completed 12 passes on 22 attempts for 177 yards, two touchdowns, and gave up three sacks. Rushing, there was 27 attempts on 109 yards for a total of two touchdowns. And penalties, eight for 47 yards. Wow. Well, there you have it. It sounds like Lynette just was really balanced tonight. And uh, Fedville um, really started the game good as far as time of possession goes. Did a good job early in the third quarter keeping the offense on the sideline. But going forward in practice in the next few weeks, and, I, and I'll get you to come in on this, but I think one of the biggest things that Fedville will have to work on is, is capitalizing off of mistakes. The defense is very good for the Wolves this year. I mean, in through three games, they have about – I know they had eight sacks last week, three or four in week one, and three tonight. So that's double digits in the sacks through three games. The run defense has been pretty solid. Uh, even tonight, they give up a few long runs, but most of the time it was pretty good. Uh, but, you, you, Jacob, the offense has got to stop relying on the defense to, to you know, win them games. Sooner or later, the offense is going to have to find a way to capitalize the safety we got. Did nothing with it. The onside kick, open and drive, did nothing with it. And we've got to learn how to move the ball, and I think going forward we'll make the adjustments before a arch rival invents it. Well, you know the old saying is defense wins championships, and we got a pretty good defense here, but to win a championship you also have to have an offense, and when an offense can't move the ball more often than not, you're not going to win football games. Yeah, that's that's been the story uh, in two of our three games this week. As Fevel will fall to one and two on the season, still winning one in the region though. I mean, that, the positive thing was we got the region win last week. Um, I don't believe Vincent is in our region with a reclassification. They still are. Okay, so we got another region game on the road next week, and it's going to be big for the Wolves to split two and two through four games and get that win against Vincent. Vincent lost a lot last year, had a big senior class. Going to be their first game of the year, but they're not going to be a slouch. They'll be ready for the Wolves when we go to town next week. What do you think? Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to be hungry. Like you said, this is going to be their first game all season due to due to COVID-19. And it seems like once they get healthy, somebody else gets struck with it. And, you know, the state rule is that's going to be a two-week quarantine for the whole team. And, Vincent's fell victim of that twice, but now they're going to strap up, get ready for next Friday night, and come out hungry for a win. 
Yeah, and if you want to catch that game, myself alongside Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett will be coming to you live from Vincent, Alabama next week. Pre-game will start at 645. Um, that's that's going to be about it for the game tonight. Uh, 30-4 to 4 will be your final score. Closing thoughts, Jacob, and closing thoughts, Blake. Well, we, we've got to get back to work. You know, fundamentals on offense is a key as we move forward in the season, and that's what we need to do starting Monday in practice. And I'm going to get a quick word from my color partner, Blake, as we're sharing the mic with our new addition, Jacob Bassett. Blake, what do you think about the game next week? What does Fed will need to do to get to 2-1 and one in the region? Big game next week. Well, KJ, you know, statistics lie sometimes, but they usually – they usually tell somewhat of a truth or give you a, a, a you know, an accurate uh, configuration of the game or accurate reading. You cannot run the ball 52 times in a game for 60 yards. That is including sacks. Take the sacks away, 52 for 100. That's still not even two yards of carry. And expect to beat a team. You couldn't beat the unicorn runners. That were a bunch of six-year-old girls running the ball 52 times a game. You can't do it. You just can't do it. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I, I know there's certain limits on your team. I'm laughing because of unicorn runners. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just made some. Well, I was trying to think okay. of the most. Uh, I'm not gonna say the. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Can't use genders anymore in 2020. So we got We got to be balanced next week. Let's just yeah, say that. The, it, it, I'm trying to think of the most weakly thing. I think and unicorns do not represent strength. Sorry for those of you that think it does. It doesn't. Unicorns do not represent strength. Point is, they need to get in practice this week, and Coach Limbaugh needs to run them until they lose five pounds. They don't need to lose weight. I'm just trying to exaggerate. They need to run. They need to run, run, and run some more. And then he needs to say, "Y'all need to throw the ball." We can't. They pass the ball four times, KJ, for yeah, or two or four for 18 yards. You can't do that. Expect to win. And uh, you got to know that a region opponent, that Vincent knows that uh, their big guy that won them the game on a punt block last year, Blake Mansion, is gone. So they know what Fable has to work with running the ball. Uh, they're going to be ready for our runs. So yes. big region game next week. If we win that, we go to 2-1 and one in the region, um, winning against Horseshoe Bend last week. Following this week, 30-4 going to be the final. I say good night to you from Lynette, Blake Bagley, Jacob Bassett. We were happy to bring you the action. Tune in next week, 645, for the pregame show as Fedville travels to Vincent. Hope you have a good, safe weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Fedville Sports Network. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Far and Gory Injury Attorneys on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented.